this. Living this color is dude. my game right here. In this game, you and your friends are dwarves from Lord of the Rings. You'll have to mine resources and fight off waves of orcs. Here's everything you need to know about Return to Moria. You will excavate resources to craft tools, weapons, hey. and make armor. I'm not about to play that. Base. No, yes, I'm not about to play that. Hey. Nope. Hey. Yes, you are. Hey. Nope. Hey. Hey. I'd rather play Minecraft. Yeah. That's that is Minecraft. It's Lord of the Rings Minecraft. I'm not, no, I'm not. I'm not playing it's Lord, Lord of the Rings Minecraft. No, I'm not about to. Because if I gotta read a character backstory about, we're taking back Moria. That I'm not. No, I'm not about to do that. No. Dude, get to play the Bites Moria. Come on, let's go. Not, Come on. No, the Balrog's gone, so you're good. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not about to deal with some dwarfs and <laughs> Snow White and that. There ain't no Snow White. Yeah, just every once in a while, gotta go outside the mines, defend it from some Nazgul's. That's it, man. Yeah, I'm not playing that. Take on a couple of goblins, some cave trolls here and there. You know what? I'll play it if we play a couple horror games. Why you always gotta ruin the fun, man? Why you always got? Why you always gotta ruin some? And be like, hey, let's put us in some stress. Why? Dude, that's how you live longer. It's <laughs> just a horrible way. Dude, work on your cardio every time. All right. I'm ready. Ready? Yep, let's do it. Ready, ready, ready. All right. Okay. Give it the countdown. All right. We are going in five, four, three. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Ed the King, and of course, with me tonight is my co-host, Adrian. And as usual, we have here at the table, sitting with us, is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everybody. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Happy 4th of July, man. I know. Happy. And happy 100th episode. We're here yes. for what really matters, our 100th episode. Exactly. Yes. We are outside enjoying the summer breeze. This is actually a first for us, man. This is actually, nice. This is, no, we've this is never first, done this outside. First night, no breeze, actually. I know. I was so worried about the breeze coming in it's and everything. Windy. It's been windy almost it's been every night. It's been real windy, man. Well, let's not jinx it. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, man. <laughs> but overall, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, man? You excited, man? We're oh, celebrating yeah. America's birthday again. I thought we were celebrating like our anniversary. It's both. It's both. the same thing. It's We've been here for 100 episodes, and we're here for, well, it's like season three now, so it's yeah. like third, fourth of July in a row, man. Wow. It has not felt like we've been doing that for long. No. I feel like it's been so long and just trying to get it right yeah that it just feels like it's been forever we went through like three four <laughs> different, different podcasts di yeah different podcast, different podcast versions. entirely man yes. but yeah tonight we're gonna be covering over all the big summer block box off uh, blockbuster yeah <laughs> box office blockbusters there you go and the huge net loss that Hollywood has been getting, especially I don't think they're even going to reach up to the same numbers they got last year. So nah, I mean, no. it is a huge decline this year in summer blockbusters. Five movies and three have already flopped. So, yeah, it is. It's not looking good. It is no. not looking good. But before we cover over the main topic, of course, we have our film news. Mm -hmm. So covering over the first topic, unfortunately, is another celebrity death we have alan arkin 
dead at 89. Absolute legend. <laughs> Absolute legend. Those of you who don't know, he, you most likely know him from Little Miss Sunshine, the grandpa. Yeah. yeah. If you also know him, if you dive in a little more, you know that he was an Argo. Mm-hmm. He was the, the famous producer. Yep. He was also Bill in Edward Scissorhands. You mm-hmm. know that one. Yeah. That's right. He was the dad. He was also in, well, I guess you're calling the Minions, but he was also in the Kaminsky Method. You, uh, you guys remember that one? It was on Netflix. I don't think I've seen that one. That one was uh, actually really charming. It was really? with uh, Michael Douglas. Okay. Him and Michael Douglas made like a perfect duo. That sounds screen. like it'll be a good duo. And right it there. was. Yeah, it I was need to so see that. Good. I need to see that. Yeah, man. Uh, man passed away at 89. Yeah. Did it say what it was from? Have they announced what was the cause of death? Uh, I I didn't look up what his exact cause was. I wanna I wanna guess and assume old age. <laughs> I'm hoping. Just like most of them? Just just old age. <laughs> I mean, just to let him go out peacefully, all right? Just 89, but I mean, that's, that's a good run. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, a, that's a really good born run. Born 34, died 23. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty damn good run. That is a pretty I'll, good I'll run. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll definitely take that. But yeah, we'll definitely be missing Alan Arkin. Yeah. And yep. definitely wish the best luck to his family and everything like that. Yeah. All right, so moving over to our next topic, there was a fire over at Warner Brothers <laughs> Studio lot. <laughs> God damn. Like, what happened? They like, can't what? catch a break. They really can't catch yeah. a break, man. So what happened with this fire? It was a transmission. It was a transmission that exploded. Oh, wait, Transformer? Transformer. Transformer. Okay, yeah. I was like, transmission. No, it was someone's <laughs> transmission. It just absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> just fucking exploded. Just, so this was just an actual total accident, right? Yes, there was just, not... No harm from... No foul play. No foul play, nothing no, like that. Okay. Just absolute accident. Uh, the fire lasted maybe not even... A whole hour, not even like 15, 20 minutes or so. It was very short. It was enough to be able to see smoke rising from the lot. Yeah, see, I've seen the videos yeah. and the pictures of the smoke and everything yeah. like that. But nobody got hurt. Nobody, nobody was killed or injured. Um, it was put out almost immediately, so everything was good. Mm-hmm. It was either that or it was just a very, very clever promotional stunt for Oppenheimer. <laughs> but done on a WB lot. <laughs> Just like I mean, like okay, have you seen a thing? What a so, way to bomb another. <laughs> so um, Barbie, they build the Barbie house. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that was their big like promotional, like you know, marketing stuff. Like yeah, yeah, you know, we have the big Barbie dream house, man. You can come see it. Everything. So what is Oppenheimer's marketing strategy? What's it going to be their big marketing stunt? A blow up a suburban neighborhood. <laughs> see a mushroom cloud in a difference? It's just pink. And the smoke comes over to see Oppenheimer in Oppen- theaters. <laughs> Either that or this was WB's clever way of being like, oh my God, half the lot burned down. I mean, good thing we got insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. I think it was done on purpose. <laughs> Trying to collect insurance money to chip away more of that debt. <laughs> Man's getting desperate. <laughs> Man, just Warbros cannot get a break. I can't. God. Yeah, it's so bad. Like, this is like one of the things was like, when I first heard like there's a fire on a lot, I was like, man, like what happened? It's like, it was a lot of, like, yeah, I'm so used to like all these like film set fuck ups recently. Like, yeah. like what happened now? Did someone leave like a candle open? Did someone like leave something running? Like what could possibly again go wrong? No, my thought was more like what it's more like the universal universal situation where they had some, you know, maintenance being done. Uh-huh. Accidentally caught fire. And like, oh, there we now we lost like. The vault. Oh, the vault. Oh, oh no. no. 
Remember the Universal? We lost the vault. Yeah, that, that's right. That's true. Yes. Yeah, oh. so that's that's how I was thinking. Like, oh, great. Now we lost the vault. That's right. Universal had that huge fire and it burnt down like what? Like 70 or something. Some great percentage. It was a huge. Of like, yeah. yeah of, pretty much any like right now when you go to Universal. Yeah. Uh, that area where like the Backs of Future. Mm-hmm. That's all re- being rebuilt. That's not the original set. So that's none of that's original. That's, no, that's all. Okay. That's all redone. That's why this kind of weird when like they filmed Back to the Future here. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> you didn't really. No, you didn't. <laughs> you liar. Yeah. Shut up. Well, they're lucky there that this was a very small, minor type of fire and nothing spread over to any other building. I see you looking at that bug over there. I know, man. I was getting <laughs> ready. We're outdoors, so there's bugs yeah. out here. So, I know, but what? I was getting ready to pull off that hat and just get the old, you know. <laughs> Michael's so, ready to throw so, down with some know, bugs coming out. Give it, all, give it the old name. Oh, there's some bitch. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to move over to our last big, huge film topic. Well, film news before we go over to the main topic. Yeah, this of course. is a good one. And this is a good one. This is big. We've been waiting for this announcement for a long time. Yep. So we finally got our actor and actress for the new replacement for Superman and Lois Lane in the new DCU. Make sure you pronounce them right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. These are some some names we first hear for the first time. So we have David Cornsweet. That is Cornsweet. Cornsweet. Yep. So he'll be playing the new Superman. Uh, What was he in? He was in Primal, wasn't he? He was in Pearl. Pearl. That's what it was. Pearl. He was in Pearl and he was also in the Did he actually have a big role in Pearl or? Uh, Some like the projectionist. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and he was also in We Own the Night or We Own the City. Okay, that was a really serious. I think that was a show or a movie. Uh-huh. Um, that was a one. I think it was uh, Baltimore Police. It was like a really corrupt Baltimore Police. It followed uh, John Berthnall. Okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I need to check out his oh, stuff because yeah. I'm not too familiar with anything with Dory, uh, David Corn Sweat. So yeah, well, nah, I, I this is the first time I've ever heard of him. So this yeah. is gonna probably most likely be his breakout breakout role. So Superman. DC better not fuck it they up. They better not Ooh, fuck that up. That, that, that ends your career <laughs> already. I don't know. To me, it's perfect. Perfect that you choose someone that's in the you know the lower level. The acting. lower level. Yeah. yeah. So there's already no like pre-existing like expectations for what yeah. you expect from them that is very true yeah, yeah. True. which once we, we talk well actually you bring up Lois Lane I'll bring a Marvel next oh, yeah and then also yeah because we also have announcement for the Lois Lane which is going to be Rachel Brosnahan I'm actually excited for that yeah one. you've yeah. actually seen her before yeah, I really enjoy I, we just started watching the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel okay where she yeah. plays uh, Miriam Midge Maisel mm-hmm. and she's very very witty okay she's very witty uh, the additive she comes off as as very Lois Lane like, so I can you see. you need that wittiness with that Lois Lane, yeah. And it's also very city, like city girl, city like girl, okay, born and bred okay. city New York. So she's already used to playing that type of character, yeah. But she's just such a treat to watch on screen as well. Like she's just so good. Uh, she knows how to create a commanding presence. Okay. Her variety and range of emotion that she's able to demonstrate on screen of. Someone struggling to be a stand-up comedian in the 60s. So seeing it from her previous portrayals from her other role, you think they're going to go with, like, you know, the top of the line Lois Lane, you know, I'm not a damsel in distress. I mean, that's reporter. that's always been Lois Lane's. Like, it, it gone wishy-washy back and forth well, with source material. Let's be honest. I kind of hope they do that, but at the same time, I'm also kind of over it. Like, Lois Lane's like... I don't need nobody's help. I'm going to get the top scoop. And then she falls off a building and Superman's there like, well, thanks. Well, that was the problem, though. Like her main purpose has always usually been 
a motivation for Superman. Yeah. So it's never really gave her that much of her own character development until they started separating her from that damsel in distress. You see what I'm saying? So I hope they kind of stay away from that. Yeah. Because it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of like the pencil skirt high heels running to get the scoop of like, like Mr. Wayne, Mr. Wayne kind of thing. And then you fall off a building and then Superman catches you. Mm. And then you're like, I'm invincible. Be like, no, bitch, you were just lucky. (laughs) (laughs) You were just lucky, man. (laughs) You're just fucking lucky. (laughs) So you want to see like that hard, rugged New York. Yeah, I want to see a hard, rugged New York Lois Lane that's been living Better reporter who's been getting all like the dirtiest criminal scoops and stuff like that. Yeah. Take no shit. Yeah. Nobody. Absolutely. I definitely want to see that too. Yeah. (laughs) Were you going to say though about... Well, no, it's kind of saying that... uh, Well, because they just made an announcement for Marvel and (laughs) that they dropped... Uh, Margaret Robbery and oh yeah, Margaret, Margaret Robbie, Ro- Margaret Robert and Adam Driver. Driver for Fantastic Four. Was that so? That was that actually going to be a worth? Because I heard that was just rumored. It was rumored, but it's one of those things like there's something always behind it. Okay, it's one thing where everyone's reporting. I was like, well, we don't know for sure, but uh, we know for sure. We, okay, it's one of those things that. <laughs> Where no one can confirm it, but everyone knows it. Because when they first gave off that rumored cast announcement for Fantastic Four, I hated it. It, it sounded so bad. Like no, but okay. Here, here's my thing: was that ever? Of course, everyone has their idea of like the the uh, ideal actor for the role. Yeah. But you got to see it from Marvel's end or like DC now mm-hmm. is you got to you can't pick a list celebrities for uh, starting out a franchise. Yeah, you really can't. Yeah. Everyone likes it. Everyone has so, the expectations of how they're going to play them. So. Yeah. so it says here from uh, from comingsoon.net, mm-hmm. uh, he was in the running to play Mr. Fantastic and even offered, but he wanted too much money. Yeah. Him and Margot Robbie. That makes sense. They wanted too yeah, much they, money. Which but makes also sense. at the same time, I just don't see him as Reed Richards. I know. I see it. I'm sorry. I, I to don't me, see okay, this, To me, A-list celebrities should be only for small minor characters. For instance, like how Tommy Lee Jones was uh, uh, that one captain uh, for uh, oh yeah, um, and, uh, and uh, Captain America and Captain America. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like this. That we have like yeah, those yeah. A-list celebrities, but they're just minor supporting people. roles, supporting yeah. roles, yeah. and that to me that's that's perfect. Mm-hmm. But when you add them as A-list celebrity as a starting up franchise, and you're asking for a lot of money down the line, they're gonna have to be replaced. Yeah, that's and then true. that you're recasting, and now that kind of ruins the whole. You know, having the same actor playing the same character long the entire time. Yeah. Which in DC's, you know, by doing this, by having a you know a mid grade actor, uh, brought in, mm-hmm. there's only way up. That's it. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. Because yeah. it's easier to negotiate contracts. It's easier to you know ask them for do additional roles. Mm. It's a lot easier for that. It's just easier to work with in general. Yes. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. But do you, are you excited for these casting choices? Do you think they're going to be doing good? Does it get you hyped for what, you know, James Gunn is going to produce with the DC universe so far? Normally, I would say no, but I've been proven wrong many times. So I'm just like, oh, we'll see. We'll okay. see. Uh, right now, I have no um, I have no expectation. None. Okay. I, have no, I have no expectation of what I just hope it's just not the tradition of what Warner Brothers has done in the past. Yeah. Like I, we know that. DC, what DC Studios? Yeah. Now is its own separate entity away, kind of from Warner Bros. Like it's still contract underneath. It, it's basically like it's, how Marvel Studios is with Disney. Yes, That's the exact yeah. same. Yeah. But Warner Brothers is not like over their over their shoulder, like breathing down their neck. Like, hey, don't forget to add the color purple because it sells on toys more. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, that kind of stuff. And 
James Gunn and what's his face? Peter Safran. Peter Safran are both on the level of like, like, don't tell me how to do my job. Like, like you hired us for you hire me to do yeah. this job. All right. Yeah, so but get out of my face. Yeah, but right now we're like, we have expectations. Be like, okay, that's the plan so far. But we see how it's ex- executed once you know when it's time to play ball. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is very true. Because we've been told many times that no, they're gonna do it their own thing, and we're not gonna step in. <laughs> Then Midway's like, nope, we paid it, so we get to say what we want. Exactly. I that. mean, I got a list of people as potential people being rumored as being rumored to uh, be considered playing Mr. Fantastic, if you guys want to know those. Yeah, we'll hear I know it's kind of yeah, yeah. off topic. But yeah, yeah, we'll hear that before we go into break. Okay. So here's a list of all the guys that are being considered, and it's a long list, mm-hmm. or at least like, yeah, for these ones. So starting at the top. We had, of course, Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver was one. Another one was John Krasinski. Of course, the one yeah. everyone wants. Everyone wants it? I yeah. want that. <laughs> everyone right. wants yeah. it, man. Glenn Howerton is also another one. You guys from know From Always Sunny? Always yeah. Sunny. Okay. And yeah. also from AP Bio. Yeah. And that one. So I'm like, kind of like, uh, I don't know. But that then, was a weird But one. then you have the Blackberry movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so he's got some range. He has range. He's got, yeah. Some, yeah. He's got some. That's true. Movement. That's so true. Like, okay. Uh, you also have John David Washington, possibly even being considered. So Blackburn, yeah. I'm like, huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I like if, we're, if we're gonna race swap it, yeah. I but, like him. I like whatever. Uh, another one was Ryan Gosling. No, nah. no, no, no. I like Ryan no. Gosling, but I don't think. For I don't feel yeah. yeah. Another one was uh, Penn Badge- Badgley. He was in that show. You. Oh, the main guy, right? The main guy. Yes. Do you know that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If he, if he. Kind of like thickens, bulks up, get that yeah. beard going. Yeah, I, I can see, see that. that. Yeah. Another one was yeah. Diego Luna. Hispanic? Okay. Hispanic. From um, He's from Rogue Run. Yeah, Rogue yes. One. Yes. Yeah. And uh, no, I can't. Sorry. Another one was Dev Patel. Dave Patel? Dev. Dev? Dev. Oh, you're talking about... Um, He's from, from Slumdog. Yeah, there. Slumdog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that I really was interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was that interesting. Be, when they announced it, like, that was a rumored one, I was like, yeah. that would be a really interesting, like, Again, variation. I really enjoy him. up beard. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. And he has grown a beard. He, he can grow Yeah, I've seen them with the beard and everything, yeah. And I, I really enjoy his presence when he's on screen. So I think far. we're all, like, unanimous. We want, you know, Mr. Fantastic with the beard. Yeah. yeah. Not a clean-shaven one, yeah. No, no. I know another rumor as well. The guy who plays Eddie... In Stranger Things, oh okay, is yeah. rumored to play uh, the Human Torch, Giant oh. Storm. Oh, yeah, that'll be interesting. So I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, or yeah, rumored to be considered, considered for I that. Say. Yeah, yeah, not rumored already to play, but yeah, considered. considered. Yeah, but yeah, those are the, but yeah, I'm glad that unfortunately Adam Driver. I'm sorry, I just you couldn't see. see it. I, I couldn't and see I'm kind of tired yeah. of Margot Robbie. You've seen her a lot. I've seen her too much, and I, at this point, I can only see her as Harley Quinn, and it's just I don't like it. And sorry, no, I, I, it's just not. I like her, but I'll, this role's not for, for her. her. No. Yeah. No. Sorry. It's just yeah. not. So. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. See you somewhere else. No, I definitely get what you mean. When you see someone a little too much, mm-hmm. you kind of want to see someone else play. Yeah. It's like, it's like The Rock. We make the joke with The Rock all the time. We see him everywhere. Just, we're just sick and tired of seeing him in every single role. For real. No, yeah. the only reason I'm tired of him because he plays the same damn thing every role. Yeah, you don't, you don't you get don't, anything no different. Just, yeah. It's the same. You just... Have you seen that one shot of him where it's him in a jungle? It says, guess what movie he's in? <laughs> Honestly, That's like 10 different movies you can think of. Any the one of those can Jungle be Cruise. Like, come on, man. Could be Rampage. Yeah. Be, <laughs> any one of those. 
<laughs> oh yeah well we're gonna take a quick commercial break from our sponsor and when we get back we're gonna cover over our main topic tonight which is the huge summer block box blockbuster blockbuster box office numbers yeah there's a lot of bees right there yeah so we'll be right back to you guys audible that's right audible the leading provider of audiobooks they have over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from this week i'm reading the last monument by michael c crumley so visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band for a 30-day free trial you get one credit good for any premium selection tiles you like yours to keep forever the audible catalog also contains podcasts audiobooks guide to wellness and audible originals so go check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band that's right that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash r-e-d-b-a-n-d red band and we are back Going into our main topic tonight, we are covering over the 2023 summer blockbuster box office numbers. And holy shit, it is at a constant decline from the year before and the year before that. It's not good. It is not good. Well, no. it's not as... It's still good. They're still making money, but compared to like what we had with like 2019, when you had like Avengers Endgame and all these huge summer hits coming out, they are... Technically, right now at a seventeen percent decline from two thousand nineteen, from those box office numbers. No, not surprising. Now, right now, it's sitting at minus two percent from last year's. But they really needed these movies to hit hard, and nothing is hitting hard this summer. No. Flash was a flop. Indiana Jones is leading into a flop. Elementals leading into the flop. You only got two films left, which is Barbie and Oppenheimer, and they need to hit that $2 billion extra just so they can hit the same numbers they did in the previous years, or else it's going to be at another loss. Yeah, you're forgetting about Indi- uh, Mission Impossible. Well. Oh. <laughs> I don't even oh, put right. I don't even put Mission Impossible. The into only that reason group. I put them in that list is because Tom Cruise does. No, not, not even because it's 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 a technically a franchise. Yeah, it is a block. It is a blockbuster. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like I think we got so tired of hearing like Tom Cruise is like, man, like it's gonna be a Mission Impossible. Have to carry the summer. It's like no one's even thinking about Mission Impossible. Nah, dude. Right it's... now, the two top biggest hitters is Barbie and Oppenheimer. Flash would have been that if yeah. it didn't have all that controversy. I, I I still don't believe the controversy was a a, a major part of it. I, I think so. Like I don't see, think so. No matter what, the two biggest industries you have to hit for your ticket sales in the film in in Hollywood is you have to hit the Chinese market and the American market. Mm-hmm. If you don't hit both of those markets, you're gonna hit a flop. If you have a big budget box box office like a big bo- like a huge movie like that, yeah, you see what I'm saying. So I haven't seen the numbers they got from China or even if it was even released in China, but the U.S. numbers aren't good. Oh, no, no, no. They're not good. So films like that, you need those two markets hitting or else it's not going to do good. I, honestly, I think it comes down to people want to go to the theaters. Uh, price, pricing in theaters. That's pricing. Much, yeah. Too expensive. Too expensive to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, do you really want to go spend per person at minimum what? 35 bucks per yeah. person. Yeah. If you bring a date, double that up, mm-hmm. bring kids, you know, triple it up right there, you know, and that's one weekend. Mm-hmm. Then they, of course, releasing movies every other weekend. Mm-hmm. 
the kids want to, you know, let's say, uh, let's say, let's pretend like, let's just pretend that you want, you want to go see every film, right? Yeah. Say so you got the flash, right? Yeah. Then you got, let's say, uh, what was the one after that? Uh, Indian Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's another, you know, 60 bucks to people. Yeah. You want to see Oppenheimer? Another 60. You want to see Barbie? Another 60 bucks. You want to see, uh, what's the teenage Kraken? Too many. That's, Dude, that's teenage way too many. Kraken. Yeah. Ain't nobody want to go see Teenage Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> no, but here's the thing, that though. Actually, that was one on that list of, like, films uh, that should have made well, more. Well, here's the thing. Like, that has always been a thing. Like, we've always had a lot of blockbusters come out in the summer. But what's different now is we've had blockbusters come out throughout the entire year. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's remember, right. like, remember, that used to be the thing. Like, you used to get those blockbusters hitting right at May. Dude, that I, was the start of blockbusters. Yeah. Oh, no. I remember as a kid turning on the TV to watch an entire 30 minute programming of nothing but trailers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, this movie's coming out in June. This movie's yeah. coming out in July. This book is coming out in August. It's like, like you're ready for the summer blockbuster. So yeah. everything beforehand. And after that, those were like the smaller types of films. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, re- I still remember the original first transformers being promoted at least three months beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And trying yeah. to build up hype. Exactly. Now it- it's more like a month beforehand, build hype. Meanwhile, try and build up hype for like four other films. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's the problem is like now you're getting blockbusters in January, February, March. Yeah. Like you're starting to get like every month is a new blockbuster. It doesn't lead to that yeah. big anticipation for summer anymore. Like yeah. I got a list of just this year alone. Mm-hmm. We got like 14 blockbusters. Oh, so far right now? I mean, I mean in total. It, for in at total. Least okay. Just for the whole I, year. I got, a qu- I got a question just so my dumbass could understand. What is the definition of a blockbuster? So there was actually a whole breakdown of, let me see. Is there like a quick explanation? Like just, there has to be through like a budgetary monetary set. Like you cross this threshold paying for a budget for a film. You're a blockbuster now. Is it just basically solely on budget? I'm I'm just saying because like says, I just, it's one of those terms I've heard my entire life. You've always heard blockbuster, but it never hits like. I never understood what it really meant to be a blockbuster. Shows right here. The term was actually first coined by publicists publicists who drew on readers familiarity with the blockbuster bombs drawing on an analogy with the bombs huge impact the trade press subsequently appropriated the term as shorthand for a film's commercial potential okay so anything else supposed to be massive massive huge like you know you spend a lot of money to make a lot of money okay so it's a blockbuster is a Hollywood movie that's made with large budget and big stars. A true blockbuster is extremely popular and brings in a lot of money. Typically, mm-hmm. a blockbuster is a fabulous summer movie. Summer. <laughs> summer. Summer movie. <laughs> that audience is lying. look right at the camera. Summer. <laughs> summer. <laughs> movie. The audiences line up to see the first weekend it's released. Uh-huh. And we have 14 blockbusters this year. Damn. Damn. Now, we've already passed some of them. Yeah, because we were getting like Ant-Man in February and stuff like yeah. that. Creed was like, what, in March or something like that? So it's like, you, these films should have been coming out in the summer. We had yeah. Creed. We have Ant-Man. We had Shazam. I think Scream was Scream this year. John Wick 4, Keanu Reeves, Scream, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast and Furious, Little Mermaid, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Man. Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer. We also got Dune Part 2 that's coming out this year, the Hunger Games movie, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what we got so far this year. That not counting any of the other movies generated from wherever else. Okay. 
Dude, I kind of, I, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of miss that, like the early 2000s summer blockbuster where, you, you know, you had those four or five movies. Same. And that was it. Those were that the was blockbusters. It. That you was were, a blockbuster. Those yeah. were blockbusters. October, you waited for those two horror movies to come out. Mm-hmm. December, you got that one Christmas movie. Like you had, a, there was a pattern yeah. yes. set up and you knew what you're going to go to theaters to go see. You mm-hmm. had your summer blockbuster and then you also had the December Christmas Day special movie yeah. that would come out. Mm-hmm. Like in this case would be like the Star Wars movies. Okay. The yeah. sequels that would come out. You had, I remember War Horse came out on Christmas. It was, usually you had the Oscar baits, and then yeah. you had the really big important ones that like impacted an entire generations. Mm. You know, you had the summer blockbusters, which were just, hey, get as many people in here as possible. You're gonna want to see this. This is a cool show, blah blah blah. And then you had the ones that was the Oscar bait in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that also that what I miss as well about the blockbusters, summer blockbusters. Was the idea of like, you know what you're going to get? Just loads of action, loads of comedy, and that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, you got your explosions, action, visual effects, everything. Everything. Yeah. You, don't even worry about if the plot makes sense. Don't worry about if you know it's a decent plot. Just you're, you're here for a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. 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 Does, did Transformers make sense when it came out? Not no. really. But you're not seeing the same returns anymore. And like these box office numbers for this summer, it's like depressing. So we have like the Flash open up to twenty four point five million dollars. It's a, opening on a two hundred million dollar budget. On a two hundred twenty. Yep. No, just three days ago they announced they finally hit the budget returns for what they originally put into the film. Eee, so they yeah. just barely passed the 200 million threshold for what they need. Pretty but much. yet again, you double the expenses of the budget. Yes. And that's when you need to break even. So they haven't even been close to breaking even. They're literally at a $200 billion loss so far with this film. God. You mean 200 million? 200 million, yeah. I was yeah. like, 200 yeah, sorry, million? Yeah, 200 million. God damn. They that, had the, that's they the, one, had yeah. the funds <laughs> to pay the writers? Yeah. <laughs> so you're already sitting at that type of loss. Yeah. Then you got Elemental opening at 29.5 million. Okay, I blame the marketing for that. Marketing. One. Yeah, that's because definitely marketing. They didn't know how to market it, and yet the story of it makes more sense. Mm. Broken down on fucking TikTok. Yeah. But you said that for the Flash 2, where it's over marketed. Over marketed. Yeah. To me, it was over marketed. Yeah. That one was like, watch this film, watch it, watch it. Please just ignore all the shit that he did. It was watch it, that. watch it. It's that the Flash was intended to be the you know you watch it and like, oh shit, that character's in there. Oh, yeah, that person's yeah. in there. That's oh. the cameo film. The yeah. cameo film, yeah. But when you're in the when you're marketing as the trailer, so you're gonna get all these characters in this movie. Like, well, now you why just go this. see it now? Yeah. Why? What's the point? You've seen everything through versus all the having trailers. that. Yeah, you know, like obviously, like the tra- the teaser was man. Uh, they showed the Batmobile like. A portion of the Batmobile, Michael Keaton's Batmobile, and you know his face, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the trailers just showed him like full blown action sequence of him moving around. Yeah. Versus, it would have been better if they just kept like you know, is he gonna do something? Is he not? We don't know. Yeah. Maybe show a silhouette of Superman. Maybe something like that. Mm. So give that suspense. You know that suspense of like, oh, we got to go see this movie to find out for sure. Versus the trailer, like, well. You already saw the movie. You, you saw, saw the it. movie. You saw everything. So there's no surprises. Nothing going to excite you for that because you've seen it all. I yeah. saw your janky ass CW title sequence. <laughs> I mean, we have even here, even the best of all the films so far, which is Indiana Jones and Dial Destiny, only reached for the weekend for $60 million. Dude, I didn't what even know it budget? came out. Huh? What was its budget? It's around the same, about like $200 yeah. million. Yeah. yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, usually these type of films, when they have their opening weekend, they're already getting close to $100 million yeah. plus. 
just for the first opening three days of that weekend. So it was like, yeah. you're seeing huge decline numbers in theaters. Yeah. Dude, like I'm saying, it's too expensive. Not, it's too expensive for one. And one other thing, dude, I didn't even know it was being released this quick. Neither did I. I, I knew th- it was coming. I yeah. just didn't know when. Yeah. Honestly, throughout all the advertising I've been seeing for a summer blocks office, like the the big blockbusters, all I've been seeing is just Barbie and Oppenheimer. That's it. Same. That's yeah. All yeah that's the seen. only yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That's all I've seen. And those are the last two ones that haven't been released that they need both those films to score over a billion dollars or else they're going to be at a full loss but, compared to last year. But here's year. the thing as well is that Oppenheimer, we know what the, obviously what the plot's about. You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Barbie, I still have no clue what the plot's about or what is what I'm what I'm going into mm-hmm. at all. So far from what I've collected, I think it's just Barbie has her own world. And then she's going into the real world. Yeah, that's what it seems like. It seems like, but, but what but I'm saying you're, is, you're not giving the entire plot. No, to you're the trailers not. Yeah. marketing versus yeah. like other right now, other movies are like they're desperate for for audiences, so they're just giving everything away. Yeah. See, I can definitely definitely see Barbie making over the one billion. It's that type of film where you can easily make it. I'm yeah. not sure about. It's already projecting to already hit, I think, like 90 to 100 yeah. in its first weekend. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that and makes then sense. Oppenheimer, I think, in its first weekend, it's already looking at about 60 to 70. Yeah, I can see that. See, that but, makes sense. Oppenheimer, it's like, it's a big movie for movie buffs because yeah. it's Christopher Nolan. Yes. Yeah, and that, you, we know when it comes to Christopher Nolan, he really likes and appreciates those realistic visual effects that yes. cross blends with those actual digital effects. Yeah, yes. I, I bought my ticket for the 70 Ford, millimeter, right? The 70 yeah. millimeter one and I gotta tell you right now, it's that's, I was lucky enough because I'm going by myself. Um, there was one seat available in the middle of the theater. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah hey, that, it was only available on very on the mm. very sides or the very front. That's Damn. it. So it's gonna be hard to get those tickets. So yes. that is the type of experience, but they already know they're not gonna get the same numbers as Barbie. Barbie is that type of universal film that's like for kids, adults, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they know that at least with the popularity and the brand by itself, yeah, they should be expecting that billion. Here's the funny thing though, I don't even expect it, it's the brand. No, not even the brand. I don't think it's the brand that's bringing people in. I think it's just the fact that it looks like a fun movie. I mean, you look at the stars list, and there's a lot of names. Oh yeah, there's a lot of names. Yes, but I, I honestly believe the name Barbie has nothing. Like almost, you you don't think it's even the brand Barbie that's doing it. I don't even think that's the one that's the the motivation to go see the film. It's the fact you're getting all this a list, all these celebrities in it, and it looks like a fun film. Yeah, yeah, it really does it look just like looks fun enjoyable. Film, yeah, yeah, yeah just absolutely. Like, not something you have to sit around and think about and the plot. Yeah, it looks like what a summer blockbuster yeah, is supposed to be. Like, I kind of questioned it too. I was like, when I first heard, it, I was like, oh, yeah. Right. No, see, when they first yeah. announced Barbie yeah. movie, I was like, eh, whatever. It was that first teaser trailer that showed. The one, I was like, the one that mimicked the 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And I was like, okay. shot for shot. So that told me that they're not taking it too seriously. So no. I was like, okay, I'm. I'm down for that. Then they actually released the first first trailer, the official trailer. Mm-hmm. It looks good. No, it yeah, looks yeah, really it looks, good. It no, looks no. very creative. The fact that they created a whole fucking neighborhood yeah. is really impressive. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't go halfway with like building part of one. No, and like no. green, blue screen. They put whatever. money into they that. Put money into this. Absolutely. So like the whole, like the there's even like a shot of like a beach with people and then houses down that road and it's all real oh man and it's like holy shit dude like that's impressive so they put real budget into this Mm. oh no they it was such a good like pretty much a massive budget that there was actually shortage of the color pink 
because of <laughs> because of that. Wow, yeah, that's right. They used so the much. Paint. I heard about that. The the paint they like they needed that paint color. Wow, and there was a shortage because of them. <laughs> the only other time I've heard of a shortage of a paint color was uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Because people kept buying up the silver paint. Oh, oh yeah, that makes yeah. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, people the cake spray, right? Yeah, yeah. the cake spray for that. People stuff. had yeah. to like put up signs, like even like hardware stores had to start putting up signs, like, "Hey, you're only allowed to have like one can," <laughs> because they keep clearing out their shelves of that one specific color. I think people just drive them on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hold on. If you're going, hold on, time out, time out, time out. Hold on. You imagine driving on the 15 and you just look over and some mad fucker is just, it's a wonderful day. Like, I'm going to go switch lanes over know, here right? away from this I'm guy. Gonna, this guy's not slow doing down. <laughs> if you're, okay, if you're, if you see someone driving with, that what's it called the rust something yeah. spray your face with that yeah dude no you stay away from that dude. you stay away from it because <laughs> if there's a shortage at Home Depot for silver spray and not at the cake store yes yeah that is scary that is real scary it's terrifying <laughs> so yeah I, I would not be surprised oh man well we covered over a lot of the full summer box, you know, office yep. blockbusters and everything. The box office busters. I'm going to be messing up the entire night with that. It's just too many bees. <laughs> the blockbuster box office flops. Yeah, all that Dang. stuff. Well, do you guys got anything else to cover over before we fully call it a night? No, nah, I mean, that's, that's like, well. Is there anything you expect? Are you excited for any of the films or the last two films? Are you going to see them both, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer for sure. For sure. Yeah, Oppenheimer for sure. Barbie. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna, maybe. I'm probably gonna go see that one as well. But uh, I'll bring the I'll bring the girlfriend with me with that one. Yeah. So that we can like as a beard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just say like, yeah, she really wanted to watch this. <laughs> yeah, you sag for excuse. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be my beard to go see this movie. <laughs> Dude, I'll just go in there, freaking. I'll just go in there like. Dude, what's up? It's by myself. It's by I want yourself. you to wear just a Barbie shirt. Be like, one for Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, okay. Yeah, okay, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Feel Theater like- six to your left. <laughs> no one's going to want to sit next to you. Like, you have like the little girl that's right behind you. It's like, hello, miss. Are you looking for Barbie? One for Oppenheimer. What the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, here you go, theater seven to your left. Thanks. He did what he had to do. What What the the fuck? (laughs) She's like seven years old. (laughs) True American hero. (laughs) Can you imagine that shit? That'd be so wild. Oh, man. That would be so terrible, man. Oh, my God. Okay. So we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's po- uh, tonight's topic. How do you feel about those summer box office numbers? Do you think it's expected to be so low or do you expect more from them? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our next YouTube channel. If not, we're putting this up on our open forum at our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Wednesday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, 
iHeartRadio, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And of course, as usual, before we fully close out, Mike Castle's last end notes for you guys. Yes, as I've mentioned before. Hold on, Thank you. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way! It might have got Adrian go. jumped in the pool! Let's Adrian's in the pool! Happy 100th, everyone! Happy 100th! <laughs> All the different ways you can listen to us on the Red Band Podcast. Look us for the uh, on the Apple Podcast app as well as iTunes, Spotify, uh, pretty much anywhere where you have an app to listen to podcasts. Consider checking it out. You'll be able to find it. Look for the screaming microphone. Consider subscribing, liking, leaving a comment down below, and leave that five-star review because we would really enjoy it. We would I hope really we can really see that on camera, the floating hat from Adrian. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> I think so. I think it wanders. <laughs> Water enough. That's yeah. so great. <laughs> and uh, oh god, I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, as well as find us on Instagram at TikTok. We're also posting up on there. Not to mention our Patreon account that we have. So consider going over there and subscribing because more Patreon subscribers equals more more content. There you a go. More content. A lot there more content. Go. That was the word I was looking for. So consider heading on over there again, liking, subscribing, uh, commenting down below and sharing with a friend because all the subscribers be able to listen to a little bit more <laughs> interesting content <laughs> such as our kind of the ones that have been either cut out for reasons, especially for me, for my reasons. Oh yeah. Mike's mouth over here. I know it's terrible. So if you want to listen to some of those reasons <laughs> you just waiting for I know he got me all stressed uh what else uh YouTube yes go over to YouTube as well we also have these live versions of these content so head on over there to watch Adrian jump in the pool so that you could be able to watch it in real time and subscribe to that leave a comment down below what you think we should cover next as well as any topics you think we missed you fucker and uh yeah I think that's all that's all I got <laughs> All right, you guys hear from Mike? Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, <laughs> Does it feel good? <laughs> <laughs>